This is NERSC User News for the week of August 13th, 2018, and I'm your host, Rebecca Hartman Baker. Today's guest is Zhengji Zhao. Zhengji is an HPC consultant in the User Engagement Group. Before moving to the United States, she taught physics to undergraduates at Peking University. Zhengji, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, so the topic today is variable time jobs. So that leads to the first question. So what do we mean by a variable time job? The variable time jobs are the jobs submitted with the minimum and the maximum time limit. So users are familiar with the maximum time limit, which is specified in almost all the jobs submitted to the batch systems at NERSC. So however, the minimum time limit might not be familiar to or used by many users. So SLAM allows jobs to be submitted with a minimum time in addition to the maximum time limit. So jobs specifying the minimum time limit can start execution earlier than otherwise, with a time limit anywhere between the minimum and maximum time limits. So this is done by the backfill scheduler by allocating resources otherwise reserved for higher priority jobs. As we know, the backfill scheduler will start lower priority jobs if doing so does not delay the expected start time of any higher priority jobs. Okay, so the pre-terminated jobs can be recalled to resume from where the previous execution left off until the cumulative execution time reaches the requested time limit or the job completes before the requested time limit. So thanks to the work done by a summer intern at NERSC, a requeuing the pre-terminated jobs can be done automatically. The sample job script to run a variable time job is available in our website. And also, um, we have a script generator that can automatically generate JavaScript for the await the minimal inputs from users. So there are users out there who want to run these variable time jobs. So why do they why do they want to do that? Uh, so the variable time jobs have a better opportunity for backfill. So therefore, uh, they have a better overall queue turnaround in comparison to the jobs submitted without specifying a minimum time limit. Actually, as a result, the system utilization can be improved as well. So this might not be users' direct interest, but it's, it's good for the center and also provide more computation with limited resource. Okay. All right. So how, how do I run these? You were saying you put this time minimum in your script, but that we also have um, some kind of generator available for this? Yes, so um, if you go to our website and search for variable time jobs, you can get to the place we, we, we put the sample job script on the web. And also, if you go to log into Cori, and if you do module load ATA, uh, then you can use the script generator. We have examples up in the web. Oh, okay. Well, that's terrific. So, what are the requirements on my applications in order to be able to take advantage of this variable time? Yeah, that's a very good question. So, it's not all the jobs can make use of 
variable time because it requires the application can do checkpointing by themselves. So uh -huh. this whole thing depends on like pre-terminated jobs can resume from you know where the execution left off. So if application can't do the checkpoint by itself, then you cannot make use of this. However, a good news is that there are some checkpointing and restart tools available. For example, DMTCP, which is developed at Northeastern University. Uh, the full name is Distributed Multi-Threaded Checkpointing. Uh, this one can help you to do external checkpointing. So we have verified this code works with the serial or multi-threaded applications that are running on a single node. We are still testing the, the multi-node runs, uh, but for those, usually the long-running jobs are not scaling well, so you, you may want to try this out uh, if you're running like long-running jobs and they don't have a own checkpointing feature, then you can mm -hmm. try use DMTCP. Okay, so DMTCP currently works just fine if you're on a single node and you're not using MPI. Is that right? Right. Right. Um, and we're still working with them to make sure it works on multi nodes, but we should be able to get to that point pretty soon, right, where we can use it on multi node jobs? Yes, so we had some success with uh, uh, checkpointing MPI codes running across multiple nodes. And we are also in collaboration with the DMTCP developers. So to get DMTCP to support NERSC workloads. Uh, previously, the DMTCP uh, works with a third-party MPI library. Some, by third-party, I mean non-Cray uh, library. But now they have a new implementation that works with Cray and Pitch as well. Uh, sure, there are some more works to be done to get it work with nurse workloads, but it, we are in the right direction, I think. Okay, that's terrific. Okay, so switching gears a little bit, Zhengji, how did you go from physics lecturer to HPC consultant at NERSC? No, I did a PhD on computational physics, working on developing computational chemistry code. And then I did uh, three years of postdoc at Berkeley Lab. And when I needed to find a job, a nurse consultant position uh, came to me as a, that, that time it's called chemistry consultant. So it, it sounded to me a good uh, opportunity, or I should say it's an optimization of my knowledge base with what I needed to do. So I applied and got the offer. So I have been here about 15 years. My main work is, is supporting material science and chemistry codes. And I have been enjoying helping users. All right, so last thing, Jingzi, three things you want NERSC users to know. Okay, uh, I would like to users to try out these variable time jobs. So actually users, um, sometimes they want to run really long jobs. So actually with, with variable time jobs, 
it allows you to run jobs with any length. For example, if you want to run jobs that last like for a week, you can do that, do this with these variable time jobs without your interaction. So you can submit like 168 hour job and then wait until it finishes and then you can just check the result. So basically it allows you to run any length jobs. This is really good. Uh, not limited by the 48 hours max wall time you know, limit. The second thing I would like to users know is we have good consulting help at NERSC. So actually when I was a NERSC user before I came to here, I didn't realize yeah, there are you know, so many consultants at NERSC can help you even like very specific to your application type of question. Yeah, so, and I didn't know they can get back to you in four business hours. This type of thing I didn't know. But if they know, I think they can save a lot of time. Sometimes the consultants may not help you everything, but something we can help could save you a lot of time. So uh, the other one is uh, I want NERSC users to know that we have a lot of pre-compiled software available. So you don't have to spend the time to install those, sometimes really tricky to install software. And then you can focus your time more on the you know, scientific computing. All right. Well, those are all good things to know. Thanks, Jingji, for joining me today. Thank you for having me here.